The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Restaurateurs are warning that an end to the 9% VAT rate for hospitality, which was introduced as a short-term measure in 2020 due to the COVID pandemic, will result in higher costs for diners and closures within the industry. Joining me now is Claire Nash, owner of Nash 19 and chair of Cork Business Association, a member of the Restaurant Association of Ireland. Claire, good morning. Good morning, Pat. How are you? I'm very well. Um, How are you? How has uh, your post-Christmas period been? Um, Well, the usual post-Christmas period is quiet, which is what we would expect. So, you know, we get holidays away, we regroup and get bookings in and um, decide what the next year is going to be. Now, the problem is that your VAT rate is likely to go up from 9% at return to 13.5%. What is your reaction to that likelihood? Um, I notice you say likelihood. Um, Personally, I don't feel it will. I don't feel it can, and we've had lots of discussions with um, both the Tornista and um, the ministers, particularly Michael McGrath, is very aware of our concerns in the industry because, you know, we are an industry that is um, food-based, hospitality-based, particularly in Cork. Food tourism is very strong, and we are in with the hotels. So, unfortunately, there, you know, it's getting wider and wider, the gap, Pat, and we hope that it won't go up because of all the other costs we have sustained from wages, which we need to and have increased because our staff are equally um, um, suffering from various cost increases across their bills. Um, We have very much increases coming from food producers, from um, all our other bills, from our ESB, etc. And, you know, our gas bills are astronomical. So we don't think that they can actually put this up again. Now, obviously, uh, having a local minister is is good for lobbying purposes. You can per purposes you can get at the minister. Uh, but I was uh, noting that uh, Sinn Fein's finance spokesperson Piers Doherty uh, confirmed that his party is not going to be opposing the ending of the VAT reduction. And if that's a straw in the wind, I mean, if the government's not going to get stick from Sinn Fein for doing it uh, politically, they might decide. Well, it's safe to do. Yeah, well, we certainly very much hope so. Um, you know, we've done as much lobbying as we can through our AI, through, through, you know, through ourselves, through our streets, through our um, business groups. And it just, Pat, like it won't have, um, you know, it won't have the effect that they're hoping it will have for revenue. It will just, from, you know, from another point of view, I would see lots of closures. I would see people just not being okay, able to see so, those costs. So in spite of the fact that uh, on a headline level, it should generate more income for uh, the Department of Finance, in fact, you say with closures and so on, and yeah, you know, diner, diners effect. walking away because prices will uh, increase, it may Absolutely. not have that effect. Now, give me some examples of um, the kinds of increases that, that you... Uh, have experienced. I mean, it, it, you know, it might be difficult to quantify the price of flour or the price of tea or the price of whatever it is, but your energy bill, that's something that uh, is a significant bill every couple of months, and that's something you can compare. So our energy bill, funnily, um, funny enough that you even ask, um, that I'm on this morning. So yesterday we got an energy bill in just for our gas or just for our ESB of 10200 for a 2 
month period. And when we looked back on this time last year for the exact same period, Pat, that was 3,400. So, you know, that's just a staggering increase. It had gone to six, it had gone to seven, and suddenly it goes up to 10 too. So, I mean, nobody needs to be a genius to do the math on that. We've had a quiet January. Um, we were also closed an extra week for that period. So, you know, we all want to pay our way, but when you have energy bills that are running the same as your rent and rates combined, uh, you know, it's just not stacking up. Where's the margin gone? It's just totally depleted. And that's on the back of um, increases from our artisan suppliers, which we very much rely on for our very good food here in Cork and here, you know, on this island. And um, therefore, we just... You know, it's just like a downward spiral on your margin, and it gets to the stage that you wonder what you're at, what yeah. you're doing. And yeah. I don't think I mean, that the you, Joe public. You mention your artisan suppliers, and you know they have suffered uh, energy increases and so on. So their input costs uh, go up, and yeah. uh, perhaps some mm-hmm. of their raw material costs have gone up as well. Because energy goes into pretty much everything that uh, we right. we use and we consume, uh, and so on. Um, would you be tempted to go to different suppliers, you know, more generic type suppliers where the quality mightn't be as good, but the prices would be cheaper? Yeah, Pat, that's what we definitely don't want to do. You know, we've had meetings with other stakeholders of the of um, industry with Falter Ireland. And most recently, we want to um, produce and have a food tourism product or a food tourism proposition here in Cork that will be second to none. It is second to none because we're, you know, we're in the healthiest region for producers. Um, I don't want to leave my artisan producers down. I have never, even in the last recession, I never dropped my standards. I always held on to those producers because I, you know, that's my passion. That's what I believe in. And it's just something that we won't do, that we can't do, because what will be the outcome of that? You know, you'll have all those, um, you'll have all those jobs in jeopardy if we're not buying from them we have to buy mm. from them and for me to go to a more generic product you know if we just cut my soul out really mm. I now, couldn't do it Now we know that staffing is a, a problem uh, for the hospitality industry both in, in hotels and in restaurants all this talk of, of closures um, might spook people who are working in hospitality to go out and get other jobs Well that's what we feel you know they were in industry so we had a big fallout during COVID from the industry because people looked at their, at what they were doing. You know, why, why were they in jobs that were at such big risk in the case of a pandemic, which they were? So we lost an awful lot of people from that. Now, in the last six months, four months, I would suggest that a lot of people are coming back into the industry because IT has closed down and all those extra jobs that they were in, you know, Faraway Hills weren't that green. But in a very tight organisation like mine, there's 18 of us, you know, I don't want to come in and be totally stressed over my cost base. And then that spooks them and they're wondering, you know, are they in an industry that actually is just non-sustainable for them to stay in? Mm. You know, are they in, an, in, in a job that might not be here, you know, yeah. next month? So you have all that to worry about. And, you know, we have built our teams back up and it's a great industry to be in but it's just very, very difficult yeah. to trade now, it at the uh, Claire, there, there are a whole pile of different activities uh, lumped under uh, this 9% reduction uh, from 13.5%. Uh, the hairdressers uh, they want to be separated out from the rest of you. They want a 5% uh, VAT rate for, for themselves. I uh, don't think they'll get it but anyway that's what they want. 
Uh, and then you guys would like to separate from the hotels because hotels uh, and, you know, they got a bad reputation for themselves for in, at least in the capital and, and in other cities for price gouging or so it was observed. Um, do you want to see restaurants separated out from the hotel industry? Well, with my restaurant hat on, I very much would like to see that. But, uh, but with my chair of Cork Business Association hat on, I understand their concerns, particularly here in the country, Pat, when an awful lot of the bed capacity has been taken out of, of the loop with, um, you know, um, um, like lots of people have, have given their hotels, like probably two-star and three-star rooms to accommodate refugees or people seeking asylum. And in Dublin, it just seems to be out of control what one can pay for a room. So... With my restaurant hat on, yes, I would love to see it um, split, um, even if we had, we'll say, a very busy weekend here, like a cheer last year. Well, we're not going to double the price of our offering, you know, like basically our lunch will still stay, stay the same price. You know, we're delighted with the business, but we just don't have that capacity to bounce our prices. Yes. So we don't have that revenue yeah. within now, now, Claire, there menu. may be, uh, you know, uh, in terms of dividing the industry into its different segments or uh, hospitality uh, as it is VAT'd into different segments, but even within the industry itself, I'll give you some of the texts that are coming in. Uh, retail pays 23% and it faces stiff competition from online line, the hospitality industry is simply being hysterical. Another one, this sector is ripping off the public, raise the tax. A straw poll of five people in our office, five out of five say bring the tax back to 13.5%. Another one, I'm paying four euro for a cup of coffee in most restaurants. Uh, uh, So, (laughs) you know, they don't believe that uh, the tax should be left at its low level, although they suspect, of course, that the increase in VAT will be passed on. So, you know, is Dublin one situation where the price of a cup of coffee can uh, be more than four euro? The price of a pint, as we're hearing today in Temple Bar, a tenner. Yeah, I know, Pat. It's just like, I mean, any of those people that are thinking that or flippantly saying that will have to... You know, if they came in and looked at what our cost base is and where the margin is and what the erosion of that has been over the last 12 months and continues to be staggeringly, you know, over the last six weeks, I think that that argument just can't stack up. You know, I mean, all our accounts are, are, are in the public domain. You know, they're, they're there for viewing. I know there's the old sentiment, and I certainly feel that Pascal Donoghue would have thought that we were gouging and that we, you know, that we are ripping the public off. But we absolutely are not, you know, and this is an industry that is indigenous to Ireland that we need, that we need for our tourism proposition to keep strong and that we're trying to rebuild since COVID. You know, we were shattered from COVID two six months period of closure. We're just getting back on our feet. I think they need to cut us a bit of slack here and realise that this is not the cash cow that it was. Yeah. Uh, Tom from Kilkenny says... uh Prices of food, drinks and accommodation never dropped in Kilkenny. In fact, they increased uh, during this period of 9% VAT, but watch them increase again as the rate is restored. So, so Claire, there are you know, some very uh, cynical listeners uh, who believe that this is uh, the boy crying wolf. Well, I think just to go back to our sector, you know, you have hotels that have had seriously good um, years. They've had a very good period from December, January. They've had full occupancy and they are making money for sure, Pat. But when we split out the restaurant business and the food industry and what we 
um, give to the country and the jobs we support, the producers we support and the struggle to do business now. You know, like any day of the week, I can stand up and argue mm. that this should not be restored right. and that we will have mass closures. Claire, we'll, we'll conclude with one from Johnny Gall. Uh, our last energy bill was 8,600. It had been 3,200. Our wages have gone up. Our food costs have gone up. We can't pass these prices to the customer. There's only so much you can charge for a pizza. Uh, Claire Nash, owner of Nash 19 and chair of the Cork Business Association, member of the Restaurant Association of Ireland. Uh, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.